Ofek Parat is with us live via telephone, Director of Overseas Operations in the United States for Yatar Israel. Now, those of you who are going to be tuning out in the next minute or so, heading to work, heading to shul, wherever you might be going, check out this website when you have a chance, yatarisrael.org, Y-A-T-A-R, israel.org. And consider donating and supporting the incredible work that they do on a daily basis. Um, Ofek Porat, shalom, shalom, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Shalom, shalom, thank you so much for having me. How are you? Baruch Hashem, doing well. As you can imagine, there are many people, myself included, who sit on this side of the world and are very concerned about the terror attacks that our brothers and sisters in Israel have been um, enduring and have been uh, um, uh, victims these past few weeks. Not that it's any different than it's been in our in our history, but that's another story. And uh, we're also very concerned, frankly, for the IDF soldiers who have to go into some very sensitive areas and put themselves at risk in order to root out terrorism and potential terrorism tell us how yatar israel helps with both of those situations okay so first i'll start by saying that i myself a former combat officer i served as a captain in the borders of jenin gaza and egypt for five years and that's where i got to know yatar so Yatar basically is a nonprofit organization working under the straight command of the IDF and the border police. Yatar formed two to three years ago in order to supplement those kind of security forces using tactical ATVs that can help those security forces reach areas where their traditional vehicles cannot reach. So I don't know how many of you ever been to the Gaza border, Jordanian border, or the Egyptian border, but the terrain there allows only few kind of vehicles move there. And what Yatar does is to be there on the front line and give those vehicles, those tactical ATVs to the army and to the border police to use them in order to cut transgressors or armed smugglers and drug smuggling, and all those kind of things that eventually lead to terror attacks in Jerusalem, in Tel Aviv, or actually all over Israel. And I would have to imagine that when uh, the Israel Defense Forces uh, go into areas like Janine uh, and other places that we read about where they're rooting out terror, I'm assuming they're also in need in those areas of specific types of vehicles in order to get to the enemy. Definitely, definitely. Every area that needs kind of vehicle that can move very quickly and with no challenge and still be safe for our soldiers, because those kind of Palestinians, when they try to run, they ride like animals. They don't care if they flip over. They don't care. They shoot. They drive as fast as they can. And their only goal is to escape us. And when we chase them, I think this is the position where we put ourselves at risk the most because the chances you flip over and, and, and kill yourself is 
very, very, very big. So when you use those kind of ATVs, which are very stable in high speed, you know that you can drive really fast without risking yourself more than you do in average. So you've, you've really laid it out for us. You've basically have given, you've broken down exactly what Yatar is there for. Uh, Yatar is there to provide these vehicles so that the Israel Defense Forces and those who protect Israel are able to access areas that are very difficult otherwise to access. Would that basically sum it up? Definitely. And plus, Yatar's real goal is not to deal with terror attacks when they happen. Yatar's goal is to prevent them so when we are out there on the front line, all of our purposes is to catch those smugglers, those transpassers, those people that, I'll give you just a small example. Just last month, we caught 45 weapons that were meant to come to the West Bank. So, you know, we see a bag full of 45 weapons, but what we actually see is 45 families we just saved. Ofek Parad is with us. Uh, we're talking about Yatar Israel. You know, we, don't, we sometimes don't understand what the IDF and the security forces of Israel are going through. Uh, as you said, as you indicated, you were, you were literally on the front lines for five years. You could describe it, and you could describe, I'm sure, what some of your brothers and sisters had to suffer through in order to, uh, in order to go ahead and, and protect the people of Israel and the land of Israel and the state of Israel. Um, I don't know if other... Of other um, nations, countries around the world do this, where their citizens, you know, have fundraising efforts in order to fund a specific program that goes to their army. Maybe they do. I have no idea. Uh, but it does seem uniquely us, uniquely Jewish, uniquely Israeli, that when when someone realized. That, that the Israeli army simply does not have enough vehicles and likely can't afford those vehicles. Uh, it's amazing that someone stepped up and said, okay, let's, let's fundraise in order to get those vehicles uh, into, the, um, you know, into these units. Uh, I don't know how other countries do it, but uh, am I right, Ofek, that this is somewhat unique for our worldwide community? Listen, I will answer you by that. I don't think there is one Jewish person who doesn't know what Hatzalah is and their blessing work. So to make it easy for you or whoever listens to understand, basically imagine as if Hatzalah, instead of giving medical care, they would deal with terrorism. So they are the first to respond. They're the first to be there when something happens in far distant areas. Yatar originally formed after the murder of the Fanamir in Israel, that she was brutally murdered in front of her children. What happened there is that some Palestinians crossed the fence. The army got the intelligence about that because we know when someone crossed the fence. But the vehicles could only be at that point only around seven to eight minutes. But I don't need to tell you how much time it, it, it takes to kill a person. It doesn't take more than two minutes. What, what, what our goal is to put as many ATVs in those kind of settlements in Judea and Samaria and along the border, not just to prevent 
those kind of things. We can't promise that if Yatal will be everywhere, then there will not be terror attacks. But we can definitely ensure that we will prevent a lot of them. And another thing I'd like to say is that, like I said at first about Hatzalah, if you take out of the Israeli picture Hatzalah and Magin David Adom, which are both nonprofit organizations, the government does not have any institute like that. Right, or, you, or the capacity but, for it, right. You see, so if you take out Hatzalah from Israel, what do you have? Who do you call? Right. Who do you call when something happens? Nothing. These are all nonprofit organizations formed by private people. So I guess, yeah, I guess the answer is, yeah, it's, it's very unique to the Israeli government. <laughs> That's for sure. These things always seem to be unique to our people. Um, Ofek Parat is with us. We are talking about uh, Yatar and encouraging everybody to participate. Ofek is Director of Overseas Operations for Yatar Israel. Frankly, and I hate to say this, Ofek, I hate to say it, but if there's any benefit, and of course I say that with tremendous quotation marks, if there's any benefit to the a terror act, recent terror activities in Israel, is that it's called it has called a lot of attention uh, to what our Israeli soldiers and security units have to go through, and that uh, and that they you know would love to be able to stop every single terror attack, but obviously they're not. It's not, that's not possible at this point. But it calls more attention to the work that you're doing and how important the work that Yatar is doing is. What does it cost? to provide one ATV for the Israeli security forces? So one ATV costs $85,000. Simple as that. $85,000 for one ATV. So the question is, folks, how much are we willing to give? Is there a synagogue out there that's ready to ask its membership to collectively get together and give an ATV? Is there a Jewish organization on this side of the world that understands the importance of defending Israel? And being a strong state of Israel, maybe they'll do it. Or maybe the people listening right now, it's $85,000 for an ATV, so maybe $85 or $850 or $8,500, a, a portion of which uh, is uh, what's required in order to uh, purchase an ATV. I direct you to yatarisrael.org, yatar, Y-A-T-A-R, israel.org. There's plenty of uh, videos and uh, mission statements and uh, stories that you could check out online. Ofek, I assume that's the easiest way for people to support. I assume that's the easiest way for people to support uh, Yatar, correct? Yes, definitely. Just go online. We have a link for donations. What was it like when you served for five years? I would assume you have a lot of brothers and sisters who ended up in very challenging situations after that period of time. Listen, for five years, I think you can, <laughs> I don't think anyone can experience more difficult, significant experience than that. When you're out there on the front line and you're just a kid, you know, I, I drafted in when I was 18 and I became an officer when I was 20. When I was 20, I was already a commander of 50 soldiers. When I was 22, I become a commander of 147 soldiers. Wow. <laughs> pretty amazing <laughs> pretty amazing and you're responsible for not just their training you're responsible for giving them the proper directions and instructions to to get it right 
Yes. Yes. When you become an officer in those kind of borders, then you are the commander of specific operations that you have to do. How do you react when the United Nations, when Washington, when the EU and others begin to criticize the IDF in terms of the way they handle things, when you read that there are that there are real or potential terror attacks and it did require to get into a specific neighborhood or village and take out those who are planning the terror attack. What's your reaction when you see how the world reacts to that? So when I just dropped in and I saw those kind of articles and in news, I was so angry and frustrated because they have no clue what really happens there. They have no clue. And I was so angry for years. But then I just realized that when every time I saw things like that, I just laughed because all I can say is just that I welcome them to join us and to see things in their own eyes mm. because they have no idea. And I bet the the person who writes those kind of articles, who's sitting in his very, very, very nice and comfortable office, has no idea how it feels like when you get shot, when you see your friends get hurt, and you know that we are all kids and we have an entire life in front of us, and all you want to do is just to complete your your service in one piece and with appropriate mental health. You know, you don't just have to complete the service. You also need to know that you have an entire life in front of you. Yeah, you don't you and, don't you don't just complete the service. You want to complete the service healthy in every way. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, Yatar as an organization, I mean, it it doesn't deal with politics. Right. All we do and all we care about is to protect Israel and I don't think I mentioned that before, but we also have 250 people who volunteer for us. All of them are very high trained, all former combat elite unit soldiers that in case the IDF in exactly in these days need more backup and need more manpower, then we all come from our houses, from our beds to be there to make Israel safer. Amazing. I, I hope the American Jewish community has been generous. I hope they've understood the importance of providing these vehicles for the IDF. Are you getting a good reaction as you, as you speak to communities in the United States? So I did, but I think I think the message is really hard to transfer is the fact that, like you said before, it can only happen in Israel when you need to raise money to protect Israel. Right. And a lot of Americans just don't get that and they don't realize why do they have to pay for something that, you know, should be already funded by the government. Right. Understood. But we've heard this many, many times over the years. There's a limit to what the government can do. And frankly, both for financial and moral support, uh, there's a necessity uh, for everybody around the world who cares about Israel to pitch in um, and that I guess is a, is a different conversation, but, uh, I hope those who are listening right now understand what we mean by that. 
Uh, we're encouraging everybody to donate. Uh, you want to give uh, one one hundredth of an ATV. You want to give one tenth of an ATV. You want to give an ATV. Whatever you want to give, just donate now and support the work of Yatar. Uh, when you do, you're you're supporting the work that's cutting down on terror attacks against our brothers and sisters in Israel. It's the bottom line. The more protection, the more intelligence, the more ability to get into places. Please God, the less and less. Uh, uh, terror attacks our brothers and sisters will suffer from. Go to yatarisrael.org, Y-A-T-A-R, Israel.org, Y-A-T-A-R, Israel.org. Ofek, anything else you'd like to add? Actually, yes. I met yesterday a fantastic, very generous Jew that said he'll be willing to donate half an ATV, and all I need is to find someone to match that. Oh, so, so that would bring, that would that would bring us that that, that that would bring us to forty two and a half thousand dollars. If someone out there would want to donate forty two and a half thousand dollars, that would be half of an ATV. Yep, and I'll mention that every ATV we have has a plaque on it with the names in case someone wants to dedicate these ATV for someone he loves, and we have that in all of our ATVs. Uh, all right. Simple as that, everybody. And if you need a direct line to OFEC, just contact me. I'll be more than happy if you're willing to give half of an ATV, $42,500. Be more than happy to make that arrangement. Meanwhile, go to the Donate tab at yatarisrael.org, Y-A-T-A-R, Israel.org. And uh, those of you who are considering the larger donations of giving an ATV, it's an amazing way to dedicate a really important charity, a really important um, act of giving to somebody in your family or in your life, who you'd like to honor or memorialize. Ofek Tadaraba, what can I say? I, I thank you and uh, all those who are defending the state of Israel and its residents from terror attacks. Kala Kavod, and thank you so much. Thank you so much. More coming up. You're listening to a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM.